class gonna go. It's the syllabus. I'm gonna do what the B site do. You do what the DJ name say. And burn. Just do burn one now. If you ever try Gucci, man, you might burn one. And I'ma burn one for you. Many ways can I talk a nine to five before I lose my mind? How many more whack rappers gon' blow until I get my shine? How many times these folks say they love me but never show it back? But in my time and energy into the niggas deal, yeah, I'm done with that. The boy been stressed. Yeah, for those of y'all who don't know that was a brian brown jr's anthem yes sir Start y'all off with the podcast. One of my favorite, uh, favorite tracks from what was that? That got released what 2018? Yeah, I think so. That was definitely one of my favorite tracks from like that got put like put out from the bill. A lot of people really like noticed Brown because of that song. Like it was that and uh, I think it was Newport's. The one oh, that yeah. everybody the had one that, That's the one that uh, Currency had found, wasn't it? Yeah, Currency had started posting about it, and then everybody just started, oh, my God, it's like... Did he ever get linked in with Currency or not? He did, kind of. We're still kind of working that out, but it's, like, mostly, like, we're just trying to play it out right now because, you know, Currency don't really be in Tennessee like that. I mean, so. yeah, I mean... I mean, not just in Tennessee like that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he like like, when he do his tours though, he usually stop by. Yeah, he always stop by, but he ain't been here in a minute like since then. So we just trying to like you know we've been linking in with his DJ and shit like that. So we just trying to play it for right now. I feel you. I mean, just the even the fact that he showed support was super cool. But before we get too uh, too deep into this thing, I know it's it's been a while. I'm sorry, uh, fans. You know (laughs) we we ain't been on our shit like we supposed to. Uh, You feel me? We we trying to get our schedules synced up, you know. Yeah. The man Rodney, he be on third shift, getting off at one thirty and shit. You know that's. Well, shout damn, out to my nigga. nigga shout out to break all my shit. Bro. Shout out to my nigga Rodney though. Look, don't even just look, just just leave it alone, bro. You gonna bro, probably gonna fuck it. Already, that. bro. Yes, it is. That's why I need you to just leave it alone. All right, I got you. Um. Uh, yeah. So we up here trying to get our our schedules linked up where we can find a time to record and bring y'all this good uh crack every at least once a week you know right you know at least once a week is the least i feel we can do um but anyway y'all know who this is your boy too bleasy you know where you can find me but for the first time listeners you feel me uh you can get at your boy at Asian Ocho 8 That's on Instagram Twitter Apple Connect Where I be dropping on playlists Off on your head tops And whatnot. Uh Yeah man I think I'm on like What Volume 14 now <laughs> I'm I'm pretty deep in the, the Playlist game <laughs> Pretty deep in this thing Very good Uh So Like I said We got a, a very special guest with us Um 
why don't you just go on and introduce yourself? Because uh, I don't know how you how you would like to be introduced nowadays. You don't went through so many different monikers and aliases and, and you know, uh, job titles. So uh, I'm, I'm going to just let you tell the people who you are. Uh, well, my name's Ernest, uh, Ernest Ford, artist management, uh, PR, project manager, and r um, I've worked with uh, artists from Atlanta, artists from LA, mostly producers and RB artists, but yeah, I guess that's what I'm known for. Um, my artists speak louder than what I've done, so um, I'll just say my artists. I've worked with Daniel D'Artiste, I've worked with Dylan, of now managing uh, Brian Brown uh, from Nashville, and I'm also managing uh, Michael DaVinci from the house. And I also do a lot of marketing and PR with the house as well. So me and um, Shuey Russell, we help co-manage mostly with Michael. But shout yeah. out Shuey, shout out my guy Rob. Yeah, Shuey, Shuey's been like a really good like a brother to me, to be honest. Because in chat, like you know, I'm from here. I'm from Nashville. I was raised uh, South uh, 12 South uh, Nashville. You already know. So I really like. You no, know, I was gonna meet anybody in Chattanooga, but. When I first got there, Shuey showed me hella love. Um, my bad. Damn, right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Shuey showed me hella love the first day. Um, it was actually my homie Guillermo who helped set all that up because we did a show called um, The Smokehouse, and uh, it was at Sluggos, and that's when I first met Shuey. And that's when I first met uh, Baby Mother. That's when I first met literally everybody. Like, Keem Decipher. That's when me and him first cleaned, like, clicked up. But, yeah, ever since then, like, me and Shuey would always do that. Like, we had something that, like, we could get going. Like, me and him had a vision. And every time we do, did something together, it worked. Like, we start doing the bake sales, and then we start doing these other events, and then we start trying to get into this management stuff where he know now he's helping with um, Tut and um, Michael DaVinci and Chris P now. So he has a lot on his plate, and he's also working on a lot of other artists in Chattanooga. So okay. it was just it was just like a good time that he needed some assistance. So that's what I really do. I just assist everybody, but you know. Okay. Okay. So. How how did you even get the link in with, with the house? How did that even happen? Oh, yeah. Like, literally that show. Um, Shuey, um, me and him was just talking. I was like, dude, I feel like we could do a better show. I've been doing events for a minute because TJ, you already know. Man, we used to start parties back in my if everybody know what we used to do, man, shout out to Shannon. We threw her uh, 16th birthday party, and we had about 500 people in the Airbnb. But Airbnb first started, and I can't rent an Airbnb because of this party anymore. But I told him, I was like, yeah, I throw parties. I've thrown events before, and I think if you linked up with me, we could get something popping. He was like, if, it, if it's money, let's do it. So I told him about um, the end in Nashville, then I got it booked. We got He got the lineup. And when it sold out, he was like, all right, yeah, like that. Now we can start doing some stuff because you make it money. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like, and that's how I'm all about. I'm all about numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what's, uh, 
Academics. Clarence, no, Clarence Avon. He says, I'm all, life is all about numbers, and it's true, because life is all about numbers. Like, oh, you're talking about off the wire. No, he did Clarence Avon. He's one of the, like, he's a background, like, booking agent, manager. Oh, okay, I don't he's know. Been, he's been in the music game for, since, like, the 60s. He's been friends with, like, Quincy Jones. He's, like, he helped Jim Brown uh, from the Browns. He helped him get his first... Uh, acting gig he was like the first black actor to be with a uh, white woman in a romantic scene like oh, okay. Clarence Avon helped like get all that together so it's like I really I based all my life around Clarence Avon but yeah um, so me and Shu was just like yeah we just wanna get stuff popping and <clears throat> everything we did together just clicks and still to this day like I follow him and we just get st- we get stuff done but yeah like that's how I really just first met. And when I first met at the show, that's when me and Brown actually uh, first clicked as well because that was the first show that I ever booked him for. And that was the first time me and him really, like, clicked. And I was like, Brown, Brown, right? He was like, yeah, man. I was like, thank you for being here. He was actually the first person to show up to the venue. And I told everybody sound check was at 7 o'clock. He was there at 6.30. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody else did show up till like, 8.39. So I'm like, all right. But Brown was like, yeah, this is unprofessional by everybody. I'm, but it's like, I'm not going to let everybody do it like that. So I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? So <coughs> I was like, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Like, I've never had somebody, like, really be down for me like this. Me and Brown just started talking. And, and the whole night was just, like, me and him just brainstorming with each other. So we always knew then and there that, like, we was going up working together. But the way that everything just played out now is just, like, I don't know. The universe is kind of working with us together to make stuff happen. So, Yeah. That's dope. That's definitely some dope shit. Cause I'm trying to think when you first started managing. Uh, I was managing Daniel. That's the first person I ever managed. Yeah, and it just kind of happened out of nowhere. From what I had like could tell, cause I mean at the time you was really more doing the the EDM DM, yeah, DJ. and DJ and shit. So. I remember just one day you popped up and was like, yeah, I got this artist I'm managing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, he fuck with fuck whatever or something. I was like, nigga, what? Uh, nigga? I have to explain that more. Okay, so it's, I don't, I don't like putting, don't put that, yeah, the name, but it's mostly like, I went out, like, when I first met this guy, I was online and, um. All right. Oh, over here stealing hits now. My bad, but yeah, when I first met Daniel, um, he was a producer that I've always like admired. He's done other stuff too that's like amazing. He's worked with other artists, um, but I've always known him more for his production than anything. So he started reaching out to me, him and his brother started reaching out to me because they like Jersey Club. And I started making Jersey Club and then they started like really fucking with it. Like, so me and them started clicking since 2014. And Daniel, he actually started like giving little gems in my life that was a little weird but it was it was ways to help me get to where I am today like he was like have you ever heard about spirit science I was like what's spirit science just look into it the first three episodes and talk to me I looked into it I thought it was about the gibberish about like uh, the circle of life and the flower of life and all the chakras until I actually like got into the part about positivity in your life if you give out positivity so you don't believe in the chakras and shit I do now because of what I've been learning from it it's a lot of different things that go into it but it's like it was mostly that the one the things that I got from it is making sure that your life is positive no matter what goes through and no matter any obstacles you get if you keep pushing out positivity in your life it's going to start to implement in your own life and they always used to say to spirit science life is leaving, uh, leading up to a big event so I'm just going to keep going into life 
until that big event happens. You know what I'm saying? So, so he was just giving me jibs every day, and then he was like, he started this group, uh, his army, and he was like, I'm, we're gonna need each other one day, and I know we will. And he started, he planted a trip out there. He was like, oh, you guys come out. So I go out there, and I'm the first person there. And I show up to his apartment, so I'm like, Daniel, like, I'm glad to meet you, bro. He's like, I'm glad to meet you too, bro. Let's get it. So that whole weekend, me and him just talk and talk and talk. And he's just like, everything we talk about was like, yeah, dude, like, I'm on the same page. And it's like, I've done all that for myself, and I could do it more for you. Like, I just feel like I loved his music so much that I feel like I had to push him more than, like, to push myself, if that made sense. Because I know that, like, he just needed, like, somebody to, like, get everything in direction. Because he could do it himself. Like, he could do mostly. He could be his own manager if he wanted to. But Mm -hmm. he just needed somebody to make his, like, his ideas a reality. Because I feel like that's what he needed. And then when we started (laughs) making his dreams a reality, he was like, yeah, you're my manager. And I was like, I guess I am. And I didn't even, he was like, I told him, I was like, dude, I still didn't even know that I wanted to be a manager until you made me a manager. But three months after that, he's like, yeah, you should help my brother too, like on a FaceTime call. And I'm like, okay. And then me and Dylan start working together. And then freaking, I released his project, 12, 15 write-ups, interview with Hostin Society, like uh, two Lyrical Lemonade, like one Lyrical Lemonade premiere and one Lyrical Lemonade write-up. And like, he's just been getting so much looks. And then we do the tour, the five-day tour in Cali. Mm-hmm. Like, he just starts doing, like, numbers. And then we go to New York, like, meeting with these people. So I just feel like he was doing, like, I just feel like what we were doing was, like, going towards something. Do you feel like it was moving kind of fast? It, everything moved way too fast. Um, when, like, still to this day, I really don't know what I'm talking about, but everybody thinks I do. I mean, to this day, like, I learn where I, where I go. But in the meetings, like, when people are talking to me about publishing or mm-hmm. we're talking about brands or we're talking about numbers, I know what I'm talking about because, like, after doing it for so long and literally Daniel teaching me, like, all of this stuff, and I got to give a shout-out to Dorothy. Um, she also helped me. She's uh, Lido's manager. She also helped me a lot, gave me a little gems here and there. That, Star like, Lido or, or Lido? Uh, Lido uh, Lido's one of the top... Uh, producers and misfits uh he helped with sire he helped with uh iris he helps with a lot of willow's tracks he helped with a little bit with tails album he's worked with halsey on her first album he's worked with uh chance on hit a few of his tracks he just did a, a track with chance and uh uh cowboy the 147 cowboy dude yeah i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah so he just did a song with them but yeah that's her that's his manager uh dorothy yeah she kind of Help me out a lot with like every time I had a question, she would just be like, "Yeah, do this, this, and that, and that." And it helped me a lot, like especially when I went into meetings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like usually like the people that he's like gate like sent me to has helped me. Like he's helped me become a manager, and that's why I feel like to this day, like everything really moved fast. But I'm glad it did because I wouldn't be where I am today. So, I mean that's cool because that's kind of what I really wanted to talk about because like. You know, obviously, there are a lot of people out here in the world that want to be in this, I mean, music industry in general, but, you know, um, we what we over here talk about is, is rap, but yeah. rap and hip-hop, but, you know, and sometimes it be like a lot of guys that be rapping and probably shouldn't be the guy that's trying to rap. Like, yeah. a lot somebody else should like be, that. like, doing so, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, just in 
like looking around like in hip hop just in general like you always see like these big groups and it's like 20 different people trying to rap mm-hmm. and it's like but no one took the time to uh is that you? No. Damn. Who car is that? I don't know. Girl. That was crazy. I swear, if somebody stole my shit, I'd be pissed. Nah, ain't no, ain't nobody shit getting stole over here. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, I'm not even gonna edit that out. Uh, but yeah, like you see, like a whole bunch of groups where it's like 10, 15 guys rapping, but then there's nobody on the management side, nobody in that group, like wanted to be like, okay, well, ain't no way all of us can I mean y'all all can all 15 of y'all can share the shine yeah. of trying to be the rapper or y'all could really just focus on the, the three to four niggas that's really just cold yeah. and all y'all take a step back and find another part in the business because I don't think what a lot of people understand is like being a rapper is like being a small business like mm-hmm. yeah you got the the it's not person like being that's a actually rapper, out there doing the that that the, the artist is like yeah he's the face of it but yeah. it's still like a million pieces behind it that are so important and like i think a lot of those parts get overlooked and that's where you see a lot of the a lot of failures in these people's careers right or i don't even want to say failures but missteps yeah so it's like, like how, how would you say that you even just like learn about necessarily just because like you said you really didn't it's not like you went to school for that yeah like how did I learn how to do what I do it yeah. was really like I had to research myself you could ask Morgan like I would go online read books yeah I read like a lot of articles online I read a lot of books like because I told her I was like I want to be a manager she was like you need to learn how to do what you're doing because like it, it's a lot of stuff to be a manager I was like okay I will I will I will and she saw me, and I actually did it. And, like, I would find, like, literally, it's sometimes it's more of who you know, too. Because a lot of people that I knew from online stuff, like, I would meet in person. And, hold on. I would meet in person, and we would just, like, click automatically. And then I'd be like, hey, um, I'm trying to get involved in this and this and this and this. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to do that now. Da, 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 da. And then stuff would click. You know what I'm saying? So it's literally, like, I don't know. It was more... Yeah, just realizing that, like, I needed to get it done. So, I just, like I said, I did my research. But that's usually what it is, is just doing your research. That's all being a manager is, is just doing research, constantly learning. Like, being a doctor, to be honest, like, you're constantly learning the game. Like, yeah. Like, tonight I talked to my cousin, like, my little cousin. And he's, like, 20, 21. I was like, yeah, you know who little God it is? You know who little Keith is? He's like, who? I'm like, the YSL niggas, like, who? You know who Young Bands is? Who? Like, nigga, I know artists that you supposed to know. Right. Like, and you over here telling me you don't know these people? Like, that's what being a, uh, like, literally a manager is. It's constantly researching, so. Yep. That's literally how I've learned what I'm doing now is constantly reading books. 
And then the people, and that's another thing too, it's not only reading books, it's like going out there and experiencing it too. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't go out to LA the times that I did, I wouldn't learn the things that I did either. Like the times that I went to like New York, the times that I've went to like um, Atlanta for work. Like if yeah. I didn't go do out do these things, I wouldn't have learned like anything. Cause you can learn a lot of stuff in the books, like the money side and the publisher side and stuff like that. But yeah, kind of. Cause that's what I was gonna say. Like kind of going back to what you were kind of talking about at the at the meeting the other day. Yeah, yeah. Like saying like you can learn all the money and like finance side of it, but as far as like knowing how to manage and like or handle an artist as is what how you put it, how to actually handle an artist, like that's nothing you can really just be taught from a book. Yeah, you can't get taught how to manage an artist from a book, especially if you don't I don't know. It's hard if it's harder to be a manager if you don't love the music. Cause it's like, what are you doing? Like you have to be you have to love the music more than the artist like you can't just say oh yeah I want to be a manager and this person's popping so but their music sucks but I'll be the manager like it's not going to work you mm-hmm. have to love the artist's music more than the artist like obviously you have to be able to push the music more than the artist can and that's the experience you have to be with the artist with like that's life experience like you have to learn with the artist so I don't know well, so it's also just before we hop off of the the super business tip, how do you feel about like a lot of these artists out here saying that like you know a lot of artists out here on that fuck manager uh tip I mean there's a lot of artists on that fuck manager tip until they go to create music or let me stop putting names out there um they go to a distribution or a label and they sign a deal that they don't know or they get in that situation they don't know. Um, it could potentially like ruin their career in the future if they get like looked at by another AR. Like I've seen it happen to a lot of people that are starting to get a buzz, but they're in a, such a crappy contract that they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like they're making so much money, but they don't know what to do with it. Like, I've seen a lot of artists still live in the projects but have all these chains. Like, that's not a smart idea, kid. Like, but they don't have people telling them that. Like, there's also bad managers, you know what I'm saying? People who only in it for their personal gain. Like, you got to watch out for those people. But I don't know. It's just like people who say fuck managers are the people who really just couldn't find one. Nobody really. I feel like people who, like, like could really couldn't find one because technically you're supposed to be with the artist for like two like two years like that's the minimum like two years and then they can figure out what they want to do like after that so if you can't figure out anything within the first year and like a half that you obviously know that like this isn't the situation so that's mm-hmm. what's probably happened for most artists too and they're like i've done it multiple times with multiple like managers so it's like fuck this and it's like they're probably stuck in their own area and they haven't ventured out because that's another problem I've seen. People don't like to get out of their own cities and meet other people because there's somebody that probably loves your music and you're from Chicago and there's somebody that probably loves your music in bumfuck Arkansas. But this nigga knows everybody in freaking Atlanta and freaking New York because he travels all the time for music already. He's willing to be your manager, but you don't want to fuck with him because he's not in your city or something like that. I've seen those situations, but I've also seen the other situation where they do come 
but they're still shitty. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it just varies between the artist and the manager, to be honest. That's on you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, because it's like, I've seen every situation, so it's like hard to say, like, oh, it's like, fuck manager, fuck this, fuck that, because I've it really s- just depends. Because, I mean, I in some situations, like, I'd be from what I've seen I can understand how artists say that but like you said I feel like it's usually coming from them having a bad experience with a manager and not so much just like it's not something you really should have because I feel like me personally and not even just knowing that much about like the manager game and shit but like I feel like if you have a good manager like as an artist you should like expect him to keep you in like a creative space so that you don't have to worry about like all this outside shit yeah. like so that you're able to like stay in that creative space and keep creating like the dope shit that made him want to be your manager and that's literally why like that's really why like me and daniel like click because that's the first thing we talked about is i want you to be able to do what you do and not have to worry about the back end and we still to this day that's like the main motto of what we do is making sure that like he worries about the music he worries about his performance his look and i worry about the business like that's what because that's what needs to happen in like a manager's relationship like business manager and personal like you need to make sure that your artist is taken care of i don't care what anybody says if you're a manager and you don't care about if your artist is alive or not if your artist has money like i feel like it's halfway like i ain't gonna put it up there with having a kid but some a little it's bit like higher that. than having a dog. Like literally, like no. Marion <laughs> says I have these are like my boyfriends. Like that's what she calls my artists, my boyfriends, or like my girlfriends because I literally, hey, are you okay? Did you eat today? Like this, this, and that. Like I used to like send artists like money if they didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's part of being a manager. You have to take care of the artists. Right. Like, it's about them. It's about making sure that like everybody hears what the artist is trying to get out, and to make sure that the artist is able to make what people want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I totally get that. All right, and so that's enough on that. Yeah. Uh, you said you wanted to talk about this Omarion shit. Oh hell yeah! Can we talk about like some some hip hop shit? I ain't finna put nobody's name out there, but hey, Amarion, he doing what he was doing. And I love the fact that, okay, so. So let, something new just happened, right? A whole bunch of new stuff happened. Let me start I mean, from, not that. I mean, I've been keeping we start, up. Let's start from, no, let's not start from the hip hop, loving hip hop, because that shit trash. Let's start from the Vlad interview. The Amarion Vlad interview. Did you see that? Uh, I didn't watch the whole shit. <sighs> Bro, like you just see Amarion just chilling and like just chilling, just like with a low key. Yeah, I, I mean, smirk. I watched a couple of them. I watched like, a couple of them. I just knew, like, when back then I knew he was working on something because, like, I just think, like, if you're gonna go as far as to do all that on a TV show, like, I know it might be fake, I don't know, but it's like, I think personally, I don't think it was fake because I think there was a lot more that goes into it, and I feel like he probably, like, I knew B2K didn't like it, nobody in B2K liked each other. Obviously, like, uh, it's really do. I, I can't even talk about that nigga because you know that Christos. But um, I just feel like they didn't like each other in the first place. But ever since that interview, like, I just knew he was ready to go. And you need to know this for a fact: if you do a Vlad interview, be ready to answer the questions correctly, please. 
Listen to Pee Wee Longway, oh, niggas. Man. Listen to Pee Wee Longway. Like, that nigga say, hey, you look like you like uh, blue, green, uh, red, nigga. Hey, that's, I like the color. That's my favorite color, nigga. <laughs> I don't know. But what do you expect me to say? Type shit. Like, yeah, Pee Wee went in there and, and yeah, showed niggas how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. I remember that. That that was funny. Yeah, like, like I think all that shit, like, is trash because now nigga locked up because of Vlad. Like, judge over here thinking Vlad. Like, I just knew ever since that Vlad interview that Amarion knew what he was going to do. And he didn't say shit. Like, nobody don't need to be okay, saying shit Okay, so on what that. just recently happened? Like, the most recent thing? Oh, uh, so, you know, every, like, right before that, he canceled the Millennium Tour because of all this shit. Like, nobody, the tour was done. Everybody was off. Like, it wasn't no more. And, you know, J-Bug was on there like, hey, it's over. It's done, you know? And look, Rasby and all this stuff, like... I actually talked to one of the managers that was on that tour, and it's it's just too much. It was just too much going on. But um, during all that, like, he just canceled the tour, and then Amarion was just like, you know what? I'm going to bring the tour back and put Bow Wow on him up. Shard Moss. And it was like... Instead of B2K. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it was just Omarion and then Bow Wow. Bow wow. <laughs> it's, you know, it's more people like Soulja Boy, Lloyd, and all that. So it's like the Scream Tour. Yeah, it's like the Scream Tour. <laughs> but everybody gonna want to go now. Because everybody know they wanted a Bow Wow. Like, a Scream Tour, bro. You know people want this. Like, I'm not surprised that he did this. I'm kind of happy that he did this. Because I think, I think all the other members of uh, B2K need to go ahead and do they own thing for a little bit anyway but no I just think he did he had what was coming Lil Fizz knew what he was doing and the fucked up thing was that was my nigga cause I thought he was a real one on You Got Served but I guess Sonny was a real one that's funny <laughs> that is funny so he done said fuck alright so he just said fuck B2K nigga it's OMB <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> Sean Moss was like, yup, I'm on this motherfucker. Let's get it. And the thing is... I ain't gonna lie. I still like, want to go to that motherfucker. If he don't do the thing with the fingers... Doo, 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 I'm gonna be pissed. Or if he don't do the... Uh, you know, the when he do the hug and, and sequence, let me hold you, let me... If he don't do that, you then... You stupid. I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't want to go to it. Like, and if I don't hear Icebox, I don't want to go to it. Um, they definitely playing all of them songs. Yeah, you already know that's my <laughs> shit. Yeah, you are crazy. They're definitely playing all of those songs. And then they got Pretty Ricky on that too. That shit oh, crazy. Yeah, because the females gonna be in there. So yeah, I'm I'm about to be in there. I don't even know. I don't even know how. I don't even know how this tour really goes because I just seen them just been doing the tour for the past two years. Like I don't really know what this tour is, but yeah, me neither. I just, cause yeah, like you said, I just been hearing people talk about it so much. Like, it was just been so much. Like, cause all the way back to when they were saying Soldier Boy was supposed to be on it. Damn. And then Soldier Boy was like, man, they don't got enough money for me. <laughs> and now he own it. Then his dumb ass got locked up. Oh, now he and got, now he own it. Yeah, he, oh, uh, that's probably why. Oh, shit. Man, shit crazy out here. Yeah. Damn, that shit. I'm still thinking about that Vlad shit, though. That nigga, uh, who's that nigga that got locked up? Somebody got locked up because of Vlad. 
I don't know, bro. These niggas be reckless. Like, have you seen that uh, TJ X six X on when he was on No Jumper? No. Mm. Nigga, nigga. I feel everybody talk, talk to me about that. Like, Bruh. what happened? Did he get a? No, he didn't get arrested at No Jumper, did he? No, or I don't. Not that I know of. I don't, I don't know, even he got really arrested keep on up stage. with dude. I don't know if it was that. So what happened? Did he hack Adam bro, shit? No, bro. bro. You know what he be like How he be talking about Like the scamming shit Scamming shit Hacking like, and shit Bro yeah. when, I t- when I tell you This nigga Adam Asked him He's like yeah So how do you uh, how, how does all that work And like bro He really Told this nigga How he do it Like He's like yeah bro You go on the dark web And you do, Like he was talk- Like you feel me I ain't about to incriminate myself, but he was, you feeling me, telling me shit that I didn't even know about and had, like, you feel me? I think, I think it's, I think it's funny how, how everybody's just like, damn, bro, this nigga is just scamming and shit, bro. This, this nigga really scamming and shit, like, and he rapped about it. I mean, at this point, I just make sure I don't have shit in my wallet that he can scam my, uh, Cause I figured out what like many different ways niggas can scam. Like nigga, you could walk by a nigga and like have a uh, fucking uh, I think it's an RFID scan. Yeah. And you could skip and scan somebody fucking like credit card while you just walking by them type shit. I ain't trying to know. Like hell no, I ain't finna have this nigga like skip it. Like one of his fam. Nah, bro, I'm cool. Like I'm chilling. Like uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm big. Yeah. I'm, I ain't trying to have that, but. It's I really do I don't know It's a conspiracy with me Because I don't know What's real or what's fake At this point I just really just I don't know Niggas just gonna do whatever I'll fuck with You know me I fuck with real niggas Like Niggas that's still, I don't know But If he really scamming folks out here And he really doing it like that Then Hey shout out to that nigga Because I really do fuck with that nigga Like On some other shit On his music shit Because that nigga be Really Rapping like He from Like He from LA ain't he He from Cali ain't he he from Detroit. He from Detroit. That nigga from Detroit. TJ Six uh, X. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I was just talking about Detroit today too, bro. Shout out to the D, bro. I really fucked the government for not helping for the D, but I'm on some hot shit right now. But yeah, TJ Six. I don't know. I don't think he really bought that life. But if he is, shout out to that nigga. That shit crazy. Niggas out here scamming. Yeah. They shut all the Owens down. <laughs> bro, Torn Browser. He say, bro, the things that he rapping about, though, I know about because I used to try to scam growing up. <clears throat> I had this um, this dude, Morgan, remember him? His name, K-Stacks. Um, I, can't, I can't say his real name, but... Um, yeah, a nigga would uh, tell me about that shit, and I'd be like, "Damn, like, for real? Like, I ain't finna incriminate my ass because he told me how to do it, but I ain't finna tell y'all niggas." So, but yeah, please don't, cause yeah, y'all don't even got a license on this show yet. We don't, no, we don't do none of that around here. Yeah, ain't none of that going down. Oh uh, shit, I ain't about to get locked up fucking with y'all. Oh uh, damn. Shit crazy out in these streets. Yeah, man. I don't know what other hip hop news you want to cover. Oh, man. So. Oh, man. Y'all do no games or nothing on this show? 
What? We should do a game or something. A game? Yeah, bro. <laughs> like what? Um, like a quiz or something. Yeah, we should do like a quiz on this show. Like, name the producer. And because I know out of all folks, you could play a track and nobody would. And you got in, you would be like, bro, this is a renowned producer, but you probably wouldn't even know who this is. And it'd be on some like oh 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 Wale shit and it'd be on some like live shit and nigga be like damn who is this and it'd be hard as fuck type shit I feel like you could do that or like say the names to this lyrics or something like that but you know that shit would be hard though uh, I ain't trying to run a game show nigga if you had artists on here you should have a freestyle and every artist don't freestyle, so I'm definitely not about to be doing all that. Oh, I ain't interested in hearing the nigga come up here and then give me some bullshit ass freestyle. I'm straight. Yeah, bro. I just want the cool convo. Oh yeah, that's what we could talk about. Cause I ain't finna name names, but you remember that conversation I was having about the car? Don't say the names, but about the nigga talking about two months. Give me two months <laughs> of mm-hmm. he somebody tonight. Ask me Well everybody today It's Thanksgiving People already asking me For freaking favors But This is This is A favor that this dude Asked me He was like Oh yeah give me two months And I'll make you The hardest hit to the world And if I don't make you none I'll quit I said how long You been rapping I don't rap How do you think You gonna make me a hit Cause I'm hard bro Okay Where do I go off of that be hard, bro. Be hard, bro. Right. Okay. Be hard and make some music. Nigga, be hard and do it yourself. Like, that's the thing, like, I don't know. Like, people think being a rapper is just like, you can do it. Like, you, anybody could do it. Anybody could do this. Anybody could do that. But if you haven't been taking this shit seriously for, like, years, then there's no point in getting into it at this point. Like, unless you really got somebody making you the craziest beats and somebody writing your music for you and you just got a good voice for it. Other than that, yeah, it's no point. Like, it's literally no point. Because, I don't know, unless you've been having a passion for it since you've been younger and, like, you probably write as a kid but you don't really want to express yourself, like, that's different. That's probably, like, a hidden talent type shit. But I just feel like if you just want to jump into it because everybody's doing it now, don't. Like it's oversaturated. Yeah. It's like the EDM industry, and you see what happened to that. I can't let it happen to the hip hop. I don't even, even though I don't think it's never gonna happen to hip hop. It might if y'all make it I that way. I don't think so. I think I think hip hop too cool. So like it'll yeah. just like how it just keep creating more subgenres. So I like, think it's the same way until we make another genre. At this point. I feel like all the genres you have have just mushed together and there isn't a genre. But I've been finding new types of music lately, like, shout out to uh, Zoology. It's like his, um, I think it's his band from, like, New York, I think. Um, they've been really good, like, their type of music's not, like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's, like, jazzy, kind of funky, kind of modern but, um, yeah, that's, like, a band I've been interested in lately. And, like, you know, like, a different type of, like, rap, like, R&B I've been listening to is Rod Wave. Like, that's something I listen to almost yeah. every day type shit. Like, I, I fuck with Rod Wave. 
Like that's just some new I know music. you was gonna fuck with him He a fat nigga that, Yeah Fuck you But um Yeah I fuck with him Because of what he's preaching Like nigga Like literally like He Like he just Preached what everybody Went through growing up Nigga like Everybody got a Like, like hard on ice Cause you wear your heart On your sleeve Like Everybody's trusted somebody And then they like Did them wrong Like Everybody's been through What he's been through But he probably been through it Worse you know what I'm saying Like I don't know What that nigga been through But I just feel like he relates to a lot of people. So, in the way that he sings and like I don't know, it's like a country like blues. I seen someone say uh, said that he was like a uh, uh, a male uh, Mary J. Blige, but like kind of rap. No, I could I could consider him like um, a rapping. Uh, what's that girl that I put my key in a fool? Drive a Jordan, put it red for real drive. Who's that girl? Morgan. Maybe next time he thing before he cheat. Oh my god, I do like Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson. He like a rapper, Kelly Clarkson. She like that's, that's basically Clarkson. like no, bro, who is I'm a dumbass. it? Um, the blonde chick. I forgot her name. It's not Kelly Clarkson. I know you talk about yeah. though. But he like he I don't like, know who you who you talking because about. Because he's he's more of like he's singing like blues. Like he's like a blues singer. Like people don't get that though. Like that's what I'm getting from everything he's putting. The sax, oh guitars and everything. Underwood. Carrie Underwood, yeah, that's what it was. He like a black like rap like Carrie Underwood. But yeah, bro, I've just been really, like, that's why I think more of his music goes towards, it's like blues, like country, like hip-hop, but it's like singing. Mary J. Blige is more like breakup song. Mary J. Blige is... Not, nah, it ain't just no breakup songs. And getting over niggas songs and making money songs about happy you getting over niggas. Like, yeah, I love Mary J. Blige to death because I'm... Whew. You know, I used to listen to Mary J. Blige all the time with my daddy, but yeah, that was just like most of like the music was about. Like, I feel like if anybody like, no, nah, ain't really nobody doing what he's trying. I mean, some people are trying to like sing like that now, like, but I don't know, like to that level, I don't know. That's he has it all day. I mean that okay Osiris dude. I don't think he can sing all that. Okay Osiris. I don't know. I said his name, um, but I don't know if he like can sing all like that. Uh, because nah, I could tell he uses so. uh, he's a uh, vocoder. I thought he was just trolling when he was saying that shit. Uh, when he was the best like R&B yeah, person alive. Yeah, he was saying he was the king of R&B. Yeah, king my ass. Uh, I don't think Jacquees is. I don't think. Nobody, nobody in no R&B singer now is the is, king of R&B is Chris Brown, bro. They gonna stop playing like Chris Brown is not out here. I mean, he's the he's the like the biggest one now. Yeah, he's probably yeah, it's Chris Brown. It's no, damn sure not Jacquees. Like, let's play Big Bang, take a little bang with these. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Tory Lanez, he put in a solid little tape. With but he's crushing Jacquees too So Like I think Tory Lanez Is better than Jacquees too So I, I just know. think No if Tory Lanez He's an asshole But he's an artist That guy knows What the fuck he's doing Like you cannot commend Fucking 21 lawyers Fucking 98 writers Or 91 writers Fucking like How many clearances Like 
that shit's insane. Like, his team is incredible. He's incredible. He knows exactly what he's doing. Shout out to Tory Lanez, his team. Even though you're an asshole and pushed me and my security team back in the day, you're still dope as fuck as a musician. But, yeah, bro. It's like, I don't know. There's a lot of niggas out here better than Jacquees. Like, if, Bri- if Bryce Attila would get back into it, he'd be better than Jacquees. I find a nigga named, like, Ryan Gray. Who's better than fucking Jacquees? Like he got a song it called LV crazy. Smoke. Like fucking Bryson be on all these fucking features, but will not put out no music. Cause he probably work. Everybody's working on their own shit right now. They, it's gotten to a point where people can't like that. Like I don't know. People are kind of forced to make music. So it's like everybody was pushed into a box to make music. Like everybody, you think that like isn't making music right now? It's probably making music, but it's like not doing it on y'all time type shit but y'all forcing them to make music type shit like Rihanna that y'all forcing her to make music right now she wanna focus on her beauty shit and y'all trying to make her make an album so she's probably in the studio working on an album nah, right now she said she was gonna give us an album yeah, we, so. we didn't force her to do nothing but you nah. told her she was gonna give us an album now we need it like seriously like that's like it's just people are just working on their shit right now and I totally get the process I just think that if Man, it's been a long time since we had an album. And it's also you gotta think of people's schedules, bro. Everybody. I need, her, is, I need a, another hit from Riri. But I bet you next year she gonna dominate. Uh, I'm calling it right now. Riri dropping at least a single that's gonna. Blah, I'm telling you, I think she go. She might. I don't know. If she gonna do any more movies for a minute, but I don't think like Guava Island. I remember I was at Coachella when Guava Island came out. There's I don't one know where, what that is. You never seen Guava Island? Nah. On Amazon Prime? No. Watch that. <laughs> hey, watch that right after this. I promise you, you will not be disappointed, my nigga. I promise you, bro. It's, out of all shit I done told you, bro, watch Guava Island. Jada Gambino and Rihanna. You got an account for me to watch it on? Yeah, I got you, family. I don't even want that shit. Fuck Amazon. <laughs> you seen uh, nah, some shit we can talk about uh, <laughs> real quick? Cause I'm I'm slick. Uh, yeah, we we've been in here for a, a hot little minute. Uh, How long is this podcast? Um, we have 45 right now. Oh damn! Uh, <laughs> Nobody come listen to this with my ass talking all damn time. Um, did you see? Motherfuckers was mad at Jeff Bezos for the amount of money he donated. We were just talking about that in the car because he donated like his apparently he his tax tax cut he was supposed to like pay for taxes he paid for his charity which he also gets it like deducted or something like that isn't it and hit the charity that he donated for was his charity. Bruh, bruh, like, do it really? fucking matter <laughs> it don't matter to niggas like us no. cause we don't care but it's like it sucks that niggas like that got all that type of money and can't like I don't know if I see 20 motherfuckers asking me for his five dollars before I go home and this niggas like trying to find ways to get his money back that's kind of fucked up right knowing that the, he wiped his ass with 21 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> this nigga probably shit 21 million dollars in like Three seconds, like then he like, how much did I make today? Fifty? Wow. And then probably go out throughout his day. Like this nigga make money while walking. Like niggas like that just don't care. So you so. think 
a hundred percent of that money he's trying to get back into his own pocket he probably spent like that's not that's the thing though it should go to all of it should go to something else all of it should go to helping a better cause but no it's going towards so you don't <laughs> think his charity is going to a better cause Probably if I had my own million, charity, why think? wouldn't I donate it? When you, when motherfuckers, when these rich people go out here and do all these little contests, they get to donate it to a charity of their choice, right? Yeah. And I'm sure most of them usually have a charity already, <laughs> and I'm sure that's the one that they go and pick. Why? What is the problem with that? They get tax cuts on donating their own money to themselves. They get tax cuts on donating their own money to yourself. Thank you, Morgan Osbrooks, for putting your input on that thank you i appreciate it because it's, it's true their conversation you getting into a wide yeah if you want to go into some politics uh watch uh morgan's osbrook's uh podcast she's about to start oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit oh man it's good catching up with you don't think no yeah it was long overdue but yeah it's cool. We ain't gonna trip. Yeah, I feel like we did this though while I was already like kind of on one. So <laughs> next time, let's start when I'm not already on one, and we can get talking well, about. I mean, some yeah, shit. you could have not came after I had already gotten my Thanksgiving itis. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like I, I feel appreciate like, you for doing that. Not well, really. I had to make so many rounds today, like. It's been insane, but hey, shout out to the family. Shout out to my cousin, uh, Chris. Uh, he funny as hell. Shout out to my cousin, Christian. Shout out to Marche. Uh, shout out to my daddy. Uh, shout out to my mama. Shout out to Kelly. Uh, both Kellys. Kelly on my daddy's side. My cousin, Kelly on my mama's side. My sister. Shout out to Katie. Uh, shout out to Trey. Shout out to DeAndre. I met up with him today. Shout out to Grandma. You feel me? And yeah. Shout out to Goon Alley. He's quite And yeah I gotta go take a nap Are you done now? Uh, Are you done? Uh, Alright So uh You can get at me Your boy Too Bleasy At Asian Ocho 8 Oh y'all can follow me At, at e, e Ford MGMT E F O R D MGMT uh, He hella bold you can get at me at Agent Ocho Eight. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Apple Connect, where I will be dropping them playlists off on your head tops and whatnot. Um, you can get at the Burn One Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Burn One Podcast. That's the number one because we are the number one podcast in these motherfucking streets. Uh. If- Uh, <laughs> you can get at us <laughs> on all of your uh, streaming platforms like uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, who uh, pays us. Shout out to them. Um, the Apple Podcasting app. Just go on and spell it out. Burn One Podcast. We'll be there. <coughs> Subscribe, please. We'd appreciate it. And uh yeah, we we um we out of here.